0: hello everybody tj and jd coming back to you once again with the being Effron for real pod i just want to give a disclaimer for this episode today as we will be talking about themes of domestic violence in regard to the brick lady as we know her on social media also known as robache so if you have experienced some sort of domestic violence and if you feel triggered Please feel more than welcome to click off of this episode, because we're really going to be digging deep into that today. But on today's agenda, aside from that situation, we will also be diving into the very much unnecessary hate that has been sent Sexy Red's way. Every time I open up TikTok, a bunch of Gen Xers and millennials are trying to come up with these arguments against her, which is completely hypocritical, if you ask me, but let me not get too sidetracked. Other topics today. A little life update from both me and TJ. The spooky movies that are coming as October season is upon us in less than a month. Wait, no, not less than a month. We're still to the start of September, silly me. Some Halloween costumes that me and TJ had devised because we definitely love to get creative at that time of season. Some TV shows that we're binging right now. And I actually did not hear about this situation. TJ had actually filled me in on this, that supposedly there was explosive diarrhea on an airplane line, which that should certainly be some humor, like to, you know, just kind of lessen the tension after we cover the deep topics at the start of this episode. So, yeah, how are you doing today, TJ? Would you like to start us off with something? Maybe the like- light. <laughs> uh...
1: I don't know friend. I'm just over here chilling. I'm excited. Um we I'm going on vacation at the end of the month, going to Myrtle Beach, per. Um, so we ordered a bunch of clothes and they're getting here early. So my clothes aren't here yet though. My parents' clothes came. Don't know how, don't know where mine is. I don't wanna do a try on haul. Like what? But my mom's been doing this her try on hauls and stuff, and like I want to do one. Um, so I'm excited for that stuff to show up. I got some really cute stuff. Very excited for it to get here. I don't know if you guys know, but like my personal style is sort of like earthy, but also comfy, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Basically because I'm lazy and sometimes I don't feel like shaving my legs. So like, if I could put on a long skirt and you can't see them, you'll never know you'll never know so that really helps me oh and it's fall boot season. boots season thigh high boots are my best friends best friends
0: I can't wait to wear my hoodies again I have so many hoodies like monkeys so many I gotta buy more t-shirts because you know we're still so, like in kind of summer weather and I was like 97 degrees today.
1: Uh, fall is literally my favorite season can't wait so ready for her um but yeah i i oh i like updates um i finished watching living single <laughs> i started this when i binge a show i literally start a new show the very next day so i finished legacies and i started living single the very next day on the 23rd and I finished it yesterday on the 5th. So that took me 13 days to finish um, living single. Really great show. Love the show. Um, yeah, like, it's just, like, really funny. All the Black people, all the guest stars are so cool. TOC was on there. Um, really? Heavy, yeah, Heavy D was on there. Like, a bunch of basketball players and stuff like that. Um, the, uh, the girl, the little sister from Bel Air um yeah the guy from a different world a bunch of people were on there it's just so many like black black excellence queen latifah of course starred in it like it's just it's just a great show i think my favorite character would definitely have to be sinclair um i love her she's just so cute and like quirky and fun um i love i love max love regine love everybody on the show. Honestly, it's, it's a great show. Um, so yeah, I don't know what I'm going to watch next. I'm thinking about watching shelter on prime video. It's a new thriller mystery show. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to like watch the first episode and see if I like it. Oh, and they did put the last season of Riverdale on Netflix. So I, I, I think I have to finish it just no. just just to, just, to, just to complete the circle. I think, I think, I think it must be done. Um, mm. but it don't gotta be done today. <clears throat> That's probably a next month project. Maybe I'll watch it when I'm in the car on the way to the Myrtle Beach. I don't know. Maybe I'll download episodes on Netflix and then watch it. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's almost time for me to start my every year around Halloween and leading up to Halloween. I will watch new horror movies and also my favorite horror movies and also bad horror movies and I'll do reviews on them on my Instagram stories so I think it's about that time again where I do that I think it's that season um I've been really in the mood to watch Oculus one of my favorite horror movies um it has Karen uh Jillian from Doctor Who and Guardians of the Galaxy Mm -hmm. and it has um the guy who plays Robin on um Teen Titans I forgot his name but yeah, the, um, live, the live action one. Brent,
0: Brenton Twiles?
1: I, I guess. I don't know. Um, Night, Nightwing.
0: About, yeah, that's Brendan Twiles.
1: Yeah, yeah, him. He's in it. Um, yeah, it's, it's I love the movie so much. It's so good. Uh, so I think I'm going to watch that uh, whenever I get the chance. Oh, I also have to watch Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, I haven't watched that. I know everybody's been, I know everybody watched it when it came out. Um, I didn't because I'm lazy. Um, But yeah, I have to watch it. I think I have to get into my movie groove. Because you know, I went through that period of time where I wasn't watching anything on TV. I was watching YouTube. And now I'm out of my YouTube era into my TV era. So now I need to get into my movie bag. Um, So yeah, I have to be in the mood for that one. Um, And then, what about you, friend? You, you watch anything? You gonna... You're going to go on any binging journeys?
0: (laughs) Well, I do know that I'm definitely going to add living single on my list. It's both on Hulu and HBO Max, so I have no excuses pretty much. Um, And I do love Miss Queen Latifah, always representing North New Jersey. Um, As far as the shows that I have watched lately, I have been binging a reality show on HBO Max called Project Greenlight, executively executively produced by Issa Rae, our homegirl from Insecure and The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. And what the show the show's premise is, it's like an America's Got Talent, but for filmmakers actually. So in the pilot episode, there are 10 filmmakers from all over the world. And they pretty much have to prove themselves worthy of the director's chair. Like, you know, who has, like, the best pitch, who has the most grit, responsibility, and leadership of command. It really does give a very beautiful insight of what it means to be a director because it can be a very fun process, but also a very stressful process as well if things aren't going according to plan. You know, you definitely need a good team along the way. So, yeah, great show for anyone that's into any aspect of filmmaking, whether you want to be a director, producer, actor, actress, etc. And after I finish Project Greenlight, because I'm at, I think I only have like three episodes left now, I promised my friend Ariel, shout out to Ariel if she's listening to this, that I would binge watch Bridgerton season one and two on Netflix. And then I believe there's also the prequel Queen Charlotte, which I believe there's only like... One season, if it's only like six episodes, so I'll definitely blow by that. And beside my friend Ariel, I know that Bridgerton has been quite talked a lot lately, like in the world of TV shows, so you might be impressed. We'll see, shall see, uh, and I'll let you know how that goes, friends, so then maybe you can watch. Because I don't know why I thought you said that you watched Bridgerton, but then you said that you did. I must be confusing with somebody
1: else. No, I haven't seen it. It's been on my list for years, but like I. I don't know. Romance isn't really my genre anymore. So I don't know if I can commit. Um, and then yeah, I, I I remember you also said you were going to try to watch um, that long show. Long show.
0: Um, one oh, Piece. Oh, the One Piece mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling TJ earlier before we got on here that my younger brother, that he's a really big anime fan, and that he was really looking forward to the One Piece live action on Netflix and wanted me and my family to watch it with him. And we did, we binged it in like two days this past weekend. And honestly, I was quite impressed of how creative and original it was. Coming from someone that didn't really grow up watching anime, like my, like I said, my brother's more the anime the family. I was always more part of the fandom of Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and et cetera. You know, I'm definitely trying to get more into anime. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me Still need to finish that. No, I think I'm like on episode 16 out of like 37. I know, I know. If only y'all can see TJ's face right now.
1: I too love anime, but and I did watch One Piece briefly years ago, and I never finished it. When I tell you that show has 1074 episodes as of today, and it'll have 1075 episodes on September 10th. The show's still going. That's too many Mm -hmm. episodes. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I cannot. It's scary. It's very scary. Yeah,
0: and going back to the live-action one piece, even if you're not into anime that much like me, I would honestly still give the show a shot because initially walking in, I'd ask my brother, do I really need to know anything super significant about all the other one pieces because another show ran for like 25 years like you know do i need to watch like a recap and he said no it's it's, it's really just a retelling of the story so you don't really need to know anything you know and that helped honestly because like i would be embarrassed like walking into this show and it's like there's so much lore that i just don't know at all like you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. yeah the it kind of episode...
0: reminds me oh sorry no, i was just gonna say that it really reminds me with a lot of the new Star Wars shows coming out on Disney Plus that they're bringing the characters from the animation and the live action. I just feel so bad for the people I didn't watch the animation, you know, because it's like all connected in one canon now.
1: Yeah, the first episode of One Piece came out in October of nineteen ninety nine, and it's still going today. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So put that into perspective, people. You know, them <laughs> anime people just be going forever. The shows will never end. Never, okay. Naruto came out around that time too, I think, and that show ended in 2016 2017 and then mm-hmm. immediately after it ended, they came out with a movie, and then immediately after the movie, they had a they had a, like a like a six episode special, and then immediately after that, they came out with a brand new show called Boruto. That show is going nowhere apparently. Um, I love it though. So, unless your show is literally, like, a short show, and it's, all, and it's only supposed to have a certain amount of seasons, because the TV shows are all made from the mangas, and depending on how many mangas you have, um, that's how many episodes you can make, and then you also have filler episodes where they just make stuff up um, for funsies. And, like, half the show, mm-hmm. like, a big percentage of the show is filler, well, depending on the show you watch, but a big percent of the show is probably filler. And the other yeah. percentage is um actual manga content. So depending on so depending on how many mangas you have, you can really milk that thing for all mm. it's worth. Get your cash. Um, so To finish up our
0: thoughts about um movies and TV shows, Ian and TJ had thought to discuss briefly some of the spooky movies that are coming out this upcoming October. We have. Five Nights at Freddy's, something TJ is definitely anticipating. And um, what was the other one? Yes, there's a new Exorcist movie, which I do not remember the title of at the moment. I know that, to my awareness, it's not a remake, but rather kind of a soft sequel to the original one from 1972 because they bring back Reagan's mother as the new... What's the word that I'm looking for? Like, she pretty much has... She's like the new conjurer or whatever like she 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 fills the role of the priest to help the two little girls that are possessed or whatever Mm And then i know that you have a lot to say about five nights at freddy's
1: oh my god this is my dream right Mm -hmm. well not my current dream nine-year-old me is freaking out nine-year-old me is ecstatic um Mm -hmm. i'm waiting for for a long time I'm so excited. I'm going to be there in the theaters. I don't care what I have to do. I will be there. Alright? We have Josh Hutcherson. We have Corey X Kenshin. I'll be there. I'll be sad. We have that lady from you. Um, What's her name? Hmm, I don't remember. What's her name? Like Beck?
0: Yeah, I've never seen you, friend. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, I thought you did see her, friend
0: mm My parents have seen it, so I've seen bits and pieces, like, you know, just walking in the room.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think her name is Beck or something like that. I don't know. But she's in the movie. She's a security. She's the other security guard, I think. Um... Oh, yeah. Saw's coming out. Ah! Uh... It's ready for Saw. I'm excited, excited, excited. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, oh, is that?
0: Um, the Halloween costumes, right, to go along with the spooky movies?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Haunting mm-hmm. in Venice. Ooh. Oh, another pet cemetery. Hmm. We're
0: making another pet cemetery? I didn't know that. Is it a TV show or a movie?
1: I think it's a movie.
0: Really? Because I remember the last one that came out, it was uh
1: yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Halloween costumes. I think, I think I have my costume. All right, I'm thinking about being a vampire. I Don't know what I'm gonna wear, mm-hmm. but since I spent so much time watching TVD U, and I've already been a witch before, so and I don't like to repeat costumes. So I think I'm gonna be a vampire, cause I, I escaped. But you know, it might be fun. Cause so I was looking, I was looking up some ideas. And I was looking for fun mm-hmm. ideas. And I was like, "What can I be that I haven't been before?" So yeah, I think I want to be a vampire. That's just might not um, come to fruition. We shall see. Because I could either be a vampire or an angel or a devil. I don't know. Um, or I could be. Or I could do a character costume. It's really just in the. I'm gonna really just brainstorming, but I think I got my mindset on vampire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. um, I like that
1: what about your friend you got any ideas i
0: was i do actually i was kind of thinking about this for a bit i think it would be a very creative and unique costume even if anyone doesn't know who i am it's whatever honestly that i was thinking about cosplaying spike lee <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be cool
0: and it's a pretty basic costume like spike lee like he just wears a pair of just Jordan's like the big golden chain, the Brooklyn hat, and the big like square glasses. I don't think it'll be that hard to put together, honestly. Just get yeah. around a camera.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. oh, oh, also maybe remember he carries around a pizza box and do the right thing because remember he's a pizza delivery boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, s- I didn't really have too many other ideas in mind, honestly. I had possibly thought about being Miles Morales again. Because in the Across the Spiders movie, there was this one particular outfit that he had that I really liked. I was like, okay, I don't think that would be that hard to pull off, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I have any other Halloween ideas besides that? Honestly, no, unless I come up with more after this.
1: No. I was also thinking about just getting up with somebody from, um, who cloned Tyrone, but I don't have that outfit on hand. So I don't know how I would pull yeah. that off. Well, that's probably not happening.
0: You would definitely pull it off. I understand, like, you know, the prices. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, I don't know where to find clothing like that. So, it's probably not going to happen this year. Maybe next year, if I, like, plan in, in, more in mm-hmm. advance.
0: But moving into the other topics, which one do you want to dive into first, friend?
1: Yeah, uh, still on the Halloween topic real quick. Um, if you guys have any ideas oh, for, like... That um things we can do for this spooky season like episodes you want to hear leave like tell mm-hmm. us we can like put up a thing on instagram too and, like ask yeah, uh, that's cool. yeah we can do a poll thingy oh also in life updates um i finally learned how to use a lighter didn't know before <laughs> mm-hmm. um but I, I figured it out I, don't know. I wasn't allowed to use lighters before, so I literally did not know. Um, but now I do. So. Yay, me. I'm an adult. Hooray. I
0: heard, I heard that noise too. I was like, what was
1: that? <laughs> that was my dad <laughs> yawning. Um, well, I thought that was a door creaking. <laughs> Um, and then now we can move on to the next topic. Oh, we rolling through these topics, friend. Um, mm-hmm. we can talk about the plane.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get the funny stuff out the way. Save the serious stuff. But...
1: Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. There was a flight, um, from Atlanta, where, hello, I'm in Atlanta, um, going to Spain, right, um, and somewhere I don't know all the details, but somewhere along the plane, um, hold on, let me, let me, see, let me see the video, friend. Somewhere on the along the flight on the plane, someone had explosive diarrhea and um it was bad it was all throughout the plane um it was uh they had to literally turn around land the plane and get everybody off of it because it was literally a biohazard and it was really it was literally all through the plane like i just did the video friend on twitter all through the plane they tried to clean that plane and it didn't work, and allegedly they had to reupholster the plane in some type of way. Um, did you look at the video, friend? Mm-hmm. I sent it, it to you. you it um, on Twitter. Yeah, but that's just, oh, it's just nasty. I can't imagine it's being nasty. that person because that's so embarrassing. Uh oh. No. And then people were making jokes like but if I was on the plane I have to open it up and kick him out. <laughs> All
0: right. Like I thought like it, I at first sight looks like something from The Walking Dead, or something like you know, dragging like a dead body across the floor of the blood. But then I realized that that is not red; that's brown liquid. <laughs>
1: brown. When I first watched it, I didn't even like. I was just looking at the seats. I was like, "What am I looking at?" And then somebody said, "Oh, if you're if you if you don't if you're uh, if you're lost, look at the look at the floor." <gasps> and I gasped, like, "Ew! Uh, the smell! Imagine the smell on that plane!" nasty um i can't imagine being that person i can't can't imagine being that person like that's just oh that's sad that's somebody's canon event that's (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: that was good It was like their breaking point (laughs) no the person that had to clean it up the person that has to clean it up that's a canon event
1: (laughs) uh and then you had somebody has to clean that up i hope i hope it wasn't one of the flight attendants because that's just uh. i hope they actually got somebody who's like trained in waste management to get that up because that's just nasty. uh if it was if it was a flight attendant poor flight attendant oh no
0: What's the story behind that though? That, okay. that Like what caused all that, that diarrhea?
1: Atlanta flight forced to come back after flyer has diarrhea, diarrhea all the way through the plane. The flight was about oh, two, oh my god. The flight was about two hours out when it had to turn back. Oh no
0: only y'all can see my face right now
1: this is a bio the pilot said this is a biohazard issue we've had a passenger who has who has who's had diarrhea all the way through the plane so they want us to come back to atlanta oh that's just nasty Ah, oh, it's nasty <laughs> that's terrible Suffer severe case of diarrhoea. I wonder when they started to feel like that.
0: I'm like a loss.
1: <laughs> there was an eight hour delay. <gasps> no, the flight crew had to mop up the mess. The flight crew. Ah uh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Accounts from some onboard posted to social media Described flight crew doing their best to mop up the mess With paper towels and scented disinfection But but that only had the effect of making the plane smell of vanilla poop (laughs) One passenger said Another described cabin crew placing an absorbent paper runner over the aisle and passengers happened to climb overseas to avoid it as they left the plane at Atlanta I'm sorry <laughs> vanilla This the incident came a week after Air Can- Canada apologized to two passengers who were booted from a flight from Seattle to Montreal because they claimed because they complained about being made to sit in seats covered in vomit Ew That's nasty. That's disgusting. (gasps) Okay, we have an account for someone who was on the plane. I was on the Delta Airlines diarrhea plane, and it was horrible. The vanilla disinfected only made the smell worse. Its airline staff frankly tried to clean up the mess.
0: (laughs) Now, here's what I'm thinking to myself. Considering that they were in mid-area, like, two hours in... It's like or, like did they have to wear a mask?
1: Like okay. I
0: don't know what There were people throwing up from the stink so bad that it became worse? Like
1: Somebody said somebody named DW on X. My partner was on that flight. It was pretty bad. It was dribbled down the aisles of oh, the word dribbled. It smelled horrible. The vanilla scented disinfectant used only made it smell like vanilla S. After the plane landed, it was thoroughly cleaned. They didn't leave until around 2.30 a.m. The flight was met by emergency vehicles and EMTs carried the sick passenger off the plane. My partner said the plane was cleaner when they got back on at 2 a.m. and then it was the first time they got on. No smell either. Oh, wow. So they really cleaned that plane. Both my somebody else said, somebody named John Hurt said, my, both my wife and I were on the plane. It was a mess. The pilots made made the right decision to turn around. The ground crew ripped out the carpet and put new in. Considering the circumstances, the ground crew did a great job, along with the attendants and the pilots. Ripped out the carpet, so they did reupholster the plane because ripped out the carpet is crazy. <gasps> Wait, friend. Didn't you see that picture of Kanye? No, of him on the boat? So of him on the boat with his booty cheeks out? No. Wait. Wait. i
0: now.
1: He was on a boat with his booty cheeks out, apparently getting fellatio from a Kim K lookalike. Because apparently it was not Kim K. Her name is Bianca Sensori. And her friends are extremely concerned. Right <laughs> here, <laughs> yes. What's he doing? Look, wait. Did you see? do you see a picture of the girl in it too? Her name is Bianca Sensori and her friends are extremely concerned about her behavior after graphic boat display with Kanye West in Venice, and fear rapper <laughs> is trying to turn her into a radicalized version of ex-wife Kim Kardashian. Well, I mean, she do look like a. Is he not wearing pants
0: or his butt? Oh wait, so it looks like he's sitting down, he's wearing pants, but I guess like he had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction.
1: I think he was getting something, something on the boat. You think so? Yeah. Especially with her position.
0: No wait, you're right. It says that indecent activities.
1: Yeah. Do you see? Her? Does she not look like Kim Kardashian? She do. When I first saw the picture, I literally thought it was Kim Kardashian. You
0: no, know, the you Neanderthals look the same, friend. Like she looks like. Like if someone told me she was like the Kardashian or a Jenner, I would have believed it. Did you have more on the plane?
1: um nope i think that was it friend they tore out the carpet and they cleaned that plane top to bottom they got rid of the smell and the passengers got back on that same plane and they said it was cleaner and smelled better than before they got on it the first time so
0: Hmm.
1: good job to to the flight people who cleaned that plane up um i hope the person who pooped was okay cuz that's terrible. Oh, all throughout the plane. How does that happen?
0: So the two topics that we have left are Sexy Red and Robacheaux, also known as the Brick Lady. I say we talk about Sexy Red first and then leave the really serious one for last. Yeah. Think,
1: yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Um you 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 have more to say on the Sexy Red topic than I do, I think. So you you start us yeah,
0: off. Yeah. So So Sexy Red has been a rather figure of controversy in the black community lately, especially among social media. Every time I log into TikTok or Instagram, I have never seen so much unnecessary wave of hate towards a woman rapper since Megan Thee Stallion of 2020. Like, it's just like crazy friend. It's like, you know, you have, like, these dudes that, like, are are saying the typical things. Oh, she's so manly, ugly, ghetto, and ratchet. But then on the other hand, you have, like, these older black women from, like, Gen X and millennials that are trying to come after Sexy Red saying that she's such a terrible representation for the younger black girls or the little black girls or whatever. And coming up with all these hypocritical arguments that the music that they came up on, like, that they, what was it that they said? That something along the lines that the music that I came up on was not like Sexy reds, And it's like, let's be so for real. The hip hop that you came up on, the music that you came up on, regardless of genre, nothing has truly changed, to be honest. Like, you're trying to tell me, like, for, so like in the millennial perspective, there's a true difference between Sexy Red versus Lil' Kim, Trina, um, Foxy Brown, even, etc., And then in the Gen X, you had like Rick James, like literally that one song, Give It To Me. I still wonder what that song is about. And that's not even hip hop. That's just like pop and rock. And then TJ, she had also made a really good point. You go even earlier than like the 80s and the 1970s. Like even Elvis Presley was considered controversial because of his sexual activity of shaking his hips a certain way when he sold dance moves from black people and whatever like music has always been sexual in some way shape or form but of course now they're trying to like tone down this this young black woman and oh my goodness this is so annoying and my rebuttal to that like aside of everything I just said like you know that like you're making hypocritical arguments going back to the aspect that they claim that sexy red isn't a good representation of black for, for the little black girls yeah n- no no bs like I don't think sexy red wakes up every morning and thinks to herself I'm gonna make my target demographic 6 year and seven-year-old black girls she's obviously making her music for grown black women that are like her like it's like if you are truly so offended by Sexy Red's existence towards your daughter's perception as a parent, then that's your responsibility to either A, educate them on what Sexy Red is saying so then they're not listening to the music and repeating it when they go into school and then they're in some deep water. Or number two, monitor your child if you don't want them listening to Sexy Red at all. So, like, But don't come after sexy red for like making a career for something that's not even targeted towards your child like it's really like giving like what white people would have said the black people like earlier on when gangster rap became a thing in the 1980s and here's where things even get more interesting friends so the soft black girl era trend that i believe we talked about a few episodes ago i even saw on tiktok that even they were coming after sexy red Saying that she's threatening black womanhood and black girlhood and whatnot and setting a bad example. And that she's too, I don't remember their exact words, but they were pretty much saying that she was a walking stereotype to think that black women get masculinized enough already. And first things first, I don't think there's anything wrong with the soft black girl movement. I think it's definitely can be a very therapeutic thing as it was really initially intended to encourage black girls and women to prioritize their self-care, their mental health, and et cetera. But unfortunately, with the whole Sexy Red situation, It's slowly starting to become the whole like modesty content creating that white woman would make like how these white woman modesty content creators would try to make an example at a black woman that don't be this kind of woman sit like this, talk in this kind of tone, dress that way to to be more presentable, or appealing to a man's eye or whatever, like, like, you're telling me, does it truly sound any different friend?
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: And, um hang on a second y'all just had a brain fart (laughs) um yes the soft black girl error so like i said nothing wrong with it in general but i think the problem starts to arise is when you're dictating of how other black women should live out their lives like sexy red for example who is so clearly comfortable in her authentic truth like just leave her alone
1: yeah understand okay i just
0: finished my i think i just finished my three minute rant friend Do you have (laughs) anything to add to sex
1: i do i don't understand um how talking about sex makes you all of a sudden masculine um i don't understand what that whole thing is about that's very that's a very weird correlation and then of course like the whole like influence thing first of all Nobody asked to be an influence on your children. This music is clearly not for children. So if your children are li- is listening to it, that sounds like a you problem, not me. Right. Why should I have to stop making my music because you don't watch your kids? I'm not their parent. Like, what? That'll make new sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then also, to, uh, to elaborate on the topic of talking about, oh, well, we didn't make music like this, there's a song called Shave em Dry. From 1935. Here are the lyrics: I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs <laughs> that'll oh, make oh my goodness. that'll make a dead man come. So let's not let's not pretend like you didn't have music like that. That's from 1935. Somebody made an entire playlist of vintage sex songs. From 1920 to 1959, you know who on this playlist? Nina Simone. She comes. She on here a few times, mm-hmm. actually. So like, and I know print, old. Yeah, I know
0: old Gen Black folk love them some Nina Simone.
1: Yeah, and to pretend like, um, this type of music didn't exist is a lie. It's a lie. You're lying. Um, also other people that you mentioned, uh, little Kim, Trina. Um, yes, Like, something like, oh, well, we didn't have you like this Brown back in the day. Me. Like, you're lying. Mm-hmm. You didn't have it like this. Just because you didn't listen to it doesn't mean it didn't exist. Also, you want to pretend like you didn't listen Even to it. Even
0: some of the... Oh, sorry. No, you first friend, my bad.
1: You want to pretend like you didn't listen to it. Be the little church grandma you present yourself to be. No, baby. I know you was in the clubs busting it down. You can't trick me. Mm-hmm you can't you can on the front all you want but you're lying you're lying and you are not yeah. than thou.
0: and it's like i was just gonna add on to you you go back to you know the late 70s when hip-hop really started to make its arise so for those who don't know roxanne shantay She's not often credited as the earliest female MC in the hip hop game. The first song that blew her up that would make her debut album, Rock Sands Revenge, was about um what was it about again? That she was rapping about how she would be catcalled on the streets and she was telling men to leave her alone and whatnot. And as well as the sexually transmuted diseases that were very common in the 80s. And it's like, how do people consider that conscious? But when Sexy Red talks about how men gave her STDs, we draw the line there. Like, people keep saying that Sexy Red is encouraging girls to give men STDs. She never said that. She said that the men gave her STDs because she had even said in an interview that she's been SA'd multiple times because for those who don't know that she's a blood so yeah that's unfortunately very common to happen in these games there's still misogyny present
1: yeah it's just there was one
0: there was one more thing that i wanted to add um oh my god Uh, oh my goodness um sexy red sexy red um uh, oh yes there was one more thing that was okay so the thing that i wanted to add i think it's more it's even more interesting because the people that hate on sexy red are saying that the hip hop industry it's losing its authenticity that you have cornballs like jack harlow and drake that want to put on i'm from the hood act so bad but you have someone like sexy red who's straight out of st louis Like, she's just this, she's an authentic, like ratchet hood girl, but y'all can't stand to see that. And it makes me wonder why. And I had came to the conclusion, the more I kept thinking about it, whenever we hear the topic of hardness, that's usually associated with masculinity. So it's like, when you apply that to like, you know, your average black woman from the hood. I think there's going to be more of a negative perception to that. And it goes back to what I was saying before, how people are so quick to call sexy, red, manly and ugly, and that she's improper, this and that. Like, you kind know of, I mean, it's a very clear double standard.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Um, they don't allow women and men to do the same things. Because, like, men can talk about mm-hmm. sex all they want. And they're like, oh, well, this is good, this and that. But as soon as women do it, all of a sudden, oh, this isn't proper, you're not ladylike, you're being still masculine. Mm-hmm. Why? Are we just not supposed to enjoy it? Like, that'll make no sense to me. Maybe it makes sense. It doesn't. It does not make sense. Mm. Also, did you see what I just sent you? This is such a random topic. No. So no actually, but, but apparently... Um, The Drake in The weekend song that was AI-generated hard on my sleeve has been submitted for a Grammy nomination. Recording Academy CEO says it's absolutely absolutely eligible because it was written by a human. (laughs) Which is crazy. We got AI in the Grammys. Uh, What does the world come to?
0: I don't even know what to say. to That that is crazy.
1: Have you heard it? Because I haven't heard it. I don't know what they're talking about. You
0: no, know, I don't. I don't. I don't listen to The Weeknd at all. And I'm just, maybe I only have like one Drake song in my playlist. So I don't really listen to him that consistently. Are you
1: serious? Bro? That's kind of crazy. What's the What's the one song?
0: Yeah, the the um in my workout playlist, it's the Jumpman song, the one by him and Future. Because Please. remember, I told you like the only Drake album that I love is. The one from, what was it, 2015, 2016, when Future and Drake collabed together, What a Time to Be Alive. And that was, like, my favorite album. You couldn't tell me nothing in that year.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of Drake songs on my playlist. He was my top artist, I think, in 2017. Um, mm. Yeah. I love some Drake friends. <laughs> Just not his new stuff. This is old stuff. Like that song, um, I Better Find Your Love. Uh The best Drake song, actually. An amazing song
0: it's funny that you mentioned drake and we're talking about sexy red because people are speculating that they're together
1: <laughs> because right. you
0: know that they've been hanging out with each other lately and i remember someone said in the comments section that like drake probably gave sexy red a kiss and, and probably said some cornball BS <laughs> like it was like oh jeepers creepers what a smooch
1: <laughs> yeah I mean she's been, she been hanging out with everybody so I, I don't know I don't know how true those rumors are um yeah I think I should do something else too I us do that screenshot of these songs <laughs> the 1930s songs. I don't know it's just it's just silly <laughs> dirty 1920s and 1930s <laughs> people, people mm. make any playlists yeah. it's um, more of the story Um, leave her alone get a job
0: sex. right it's like you are a grown man or woman and you're coming after like a 25 year old music artist just living her authentic life and y'all hate to see it we we love sexy red over here I'll admit I don't listen to her music like that but you know, I respect anybody that stays true to themselves, especially in a world that we live in, in the music industry as Black people, not even just the music industry, film industry, you name it, we're expected to assimilate. Like, she's like, nah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's our one of our last topics today. Um, yes. And notorious... Disclaimer,
0: again. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, disclaimer, no. you say... uh, domestic violence here. Um, violence against women you know stuff like that if that's triggering to you you can you know mm-hmm. uh, domestic ahead. violence
0: noir. yeah
1: yeah you can skip ahead uh, a couple minutes um so basically the situation was um there was a woman who rejected a man and the said man hit her in the face with a brick And apparently there were men around her watching the situation happen and nobody stepped in and stopped it. And she got hit in the face with a brick. And um, she went to social media and talked about it. And so instead of men, you know, feeling bad for her or condemning the fellow men that were there that day, um, somebody drudged up her TikTok her old TikTok content from like 2019, 2020, where she would walk around um, slapping white men for reparations and the white men would pay her and like, it's a kink. So that's a, that's a whole separate situation. They dredged up those receipts and they also talked about her video um, talking about how she loves women and how men don't protect people and da, da, da. Um, and they they dragged those things up and they um, condemned her for it, talking about oh well this is the energy you put out into the world and of course she got slapped and d- hit in the face with a with a brick and all oh, this is this type this is what you go around doing you probably provoked him and da, da 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 and like the whole thing is like she shouldn't have been hit in the face with a brick but there should be no but mm. there it should just be a period she shouldn't have got hit in the face with a brick period that's it. That's the whole sentence. Here,
0: um, I can read off of this article if you would like me to, friend. Just we could build off of it. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay. So, for those who don't know, the woman's name is... I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. ro Bache a Somalian-American woman from Houston, Texas, that allegedly she was struck in the face with a brick from a, from another black man after she had turned down his flirtatious advancements. She spoke of the physical assault on camera while at the scene and receiving medical treatment. Following the attack, Roe recorded a selfie video showing five other Men who so happened to also be black in the vicinity of the scene. She had began by saying she had got him in the face because she wouldn't give the man her number. I made her saying all the surrounding black men just watched. One man shot back. What do you expect us to do? She responded quickly to be an effing man. Eventually, she tells them to eff y'all and seemingly walks away. Um, hang on, I'm just scrolling. Okay, tearfully, she expressed at the hospital on an Instagram video while there's a large bump clearly visible on her face from the brick that, What have I ever done to anybody in my life to deserve this? I ain't ever did anything in my life to hurt nobody. Literally, a man asked for my number. I said no. He picked up a brick in front of me, so many men, and was like, What you gonna do? And I tell all these men, yo, why the man got a brick in my face? He holding a brick and these N-words, I don't want to say the floor because I don't know Zencast is sensitive to that, Um, watching and nobody does nothing. And he hits me in the face and they're all just watching and they let this N-word get in a car. How is this okay? This is what y'all do in the black woman. Um, this is, so- wait, here on a second. He's probably gonna move on. He's probably at an after party right now having a good time. Do you feel good doing this to a woman for what? All this violence against black women is not okay. What did I do to deserve this? What is my defense against this? And that was it.
1: Yeah. <gasps> so, it's built Okay. Spit it out, spit it. Out. Okay, 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 okay. I saw this interesting thought about the situation yesterday. They said that the that the way that black men talk about black women misogynoir is the same way that white people talk about black men with police violence and somebody Mm -hmm. made a table showing the the contrast between the two topics hold on I have it right here so um hold on let me let me send it to you because this is such an interesting topic
0: do you want me to react to it right now watch it later
1: yeah, I I send it to you on iMessage, um, because they. Oh no, but do you want to watch
0: it an hour later? Huh? Do you want me to watch it? Oh, this is a th- um. It's just a picture. Oh, this. Is... Oh, it's just a picture. I thought it was a video. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me read this.
1: They called her a troublemaker. One of the bias, by... one of the alleged bystanders, mind you, called her a troublemaker. What does that have to do with it?
0: Um. There's definitely some mirroring for sure
1: and literally the guy in the bystander the alleged bystander in his video said that um he talked more about her her took her tiktok skits than the actual incident like he didn't even describe the incident at all honestly like he literally said nothing and everything at the same time he just was talking to talk
0: Mm -hmm. i think okay so I want to build off of the one that you just sent me. The one that sticks out to me is the quote, not all men. I have so much to say about the people who use that rebuttal, you know, whenever Black women are speaking out, their experiences <clears throat> with domestic violence and etc. So the people that say not all men, you ever notice, friend, that these are the men that grow up to be the overprotective fathers of their daughters, most likely because they are afraid that she's going to encounter boys that they once were in their earlier lives. Is it just me? Mm -hmm. And it's always not all men, but then in another moment, if this was to happen to your sister or your mother, or your daughter, or your niece, or your grandmother, or auntie, whatever. Of course, the, like it also builds off what I said before. Like, you would expect people to stick up for them, but you wouldn't stick up for someone else's daughter, mother, niece, ne- um, or auntie. And it's like, I'm not good at math, but the math ain't adding.
1: It's truly not.
0: <clears throat> and then, it's when I first heard about this, I was disgusted of course that's my human reaction but at the same time i truly can't say that i'm surprised because i would say over the last three years like the the most that i remember starting back in 2020 like we've just been seeing like these strings of black women like getting beat to a bloody pulp in some way shape or form just because she said no to a guy. That's clearly cow calling her. Like they don't even want to have like a normal conversation. And even if she's not interested, then it's like, just walk away, bro. Like, it's so irritating to me that I hear people going on these podcasts saying like how men should control their emotions which of course that they should but it's like at the end of the day i feel the best option that you could truly do is just walk away like that one don't know you you don't know her it's like you know what i mean like why do you why do you even still need to keep bothering her
1: Mm -hmm. and women have literally been murdered for not giving someone Mm -hmm. their number like i've heard countless oh yeah back in
0: 2020 I remember back in 2020, there was a group of boys that threw that one black girl in the dumpster. Then in 2021, or was it 2022? I don't know, one of the two. And it was like right here, like one, like literally like a 30-minute drive for me in Harlem, New York, that there was this one black woman that she was getting like a bottle of wine for her and her husband because I think she said that they were having like a dinner date night or something. And that there was this, you know, group of... um black men that surrounded her that you know the cat calling her asking her for her number and stuff you know she she turns them down saying that she's just trying to get home to her husband and whatnot and i kid you not friend one of them bites her in the face like a freaking pit bull or a bear like what why rabid and oh my god I don't even like I'm even appalled two years later just talking about that situation I still can't believe that that actually happened and then now like it's honestly like I still think that getting bit in the face is crazy than me getting thrown a brick at you of course getting thrown a brick at you is really bad but it's like when I heard that like a woman got bit in the face for turning down the advancements of a man I can't say that a brick surprised me, honestly. Like, you know what I mean, friend? It's it's like you hear about this stuff like every week, every month. I hate to say it, but you almost don't even have a reaction to it at times. That's how normalized it is almost.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here. <clears throat> so somebody said on Twitter, men don't owe any of you women protection if it's not his woman he's protecting. Turns out he's a cop. And somebody said, you defend the police because you can't reform the police. You can't reform the police because of who the organiz- organizational culture attracts. Also, he said this on Twitter, I met my baby mama when she was young, too, and she don't speak English, so I definitely molded her into what I needed. Um, and then it also says, he's a cop in Texas who took advantage of an immigrant minor, groomed her, impregnated her, and bragged about it online. Meanwhile, is out here defending a black woman getting hit with a brick and and arguing black women don't deserve protection. Police steps employ some of the worst humans. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Also, you're a cop saying you don't owe owe anybody protection. That's your job.
0: Mm -hmm. And um, going back to what I was saying before, like, you know, just walk away. It's not the end all be all. Girl turns <sighs> you down. Like, I've been there, oh, excuse me, million and one times, like every other dude, bro. Like, it happens. Um,
1: he's a police officer in the city where she got attacked.
0: The man that threw the brick at her face was a police no, officer?
1: No, 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 no. The guy on Twitter. I was oh. telling you about. Yeah, he's the police officer in the same city where she was attacked, which mm-hmm. is crazy you on Twitter go do your job find the attacker or something
0: I was just gonna add on that I think what made me even more upset that anyone didn't intervene you know to defend her they didn't even check in on her like after the brick was thrown at her It's like hey ma'am hey miss are you okay can I get can I get you some water can I get you something? from the pharmacy store, maybe a Band-Aid or something, didn't even call the cops for her, like, and then when it comes to the aspect, like, you know, of protecting black women, that, like, that some of these men that were in the group that witnessed, that they they took to Twitter, Instagram, whatever, saying it's like, I got a wife and kid at home, like, I don't want to get hurt. It's like, nobody asked you, like, to square up and tussle, but it's like, you could have at least, like, you know, put your hand on the shoulder of the man with Rick like, hey, bro, calm down. It's not the end of the world. It's like, bro, just calm down. Like, they couldn't, they didn't call the cops. Like... To her point, it's like a whole group of men surrounding her. It's like if they, if a group of men walked up to that dude, I'm sure he would have dropped that brick. What's he gonna throw like a brick at like five of those dudes, like a freaking battering and Batman? What's he gonna do to a group of those men? Like, you know what I mean? It just doesn't like to say that. Like, what do you expect me to do? I got a wife and kids at home. I don't want to get hurt. That's not a hundred percent fully valid excuse. You still could have done something, but nothing.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Let me know if I'm talking a little too fast, friend. You know I get amped up.
1: No, you're fine, friend. You're fine, friend. This is this yeah. is a very passionate topic.
0: Yeah. Um, I just hope that she's okay. Above all, like that not on her face is not gonna go away for a few months. That's for sure. Oh my goodness, like. I that looked like. I'm not trying to be funny, but like. That looks like something you would see in, like, Tom and Jerry or the Looney Tunes. Like, you know, like, they would get hit with, like, that metal cylinder or whatever. It's like a lump in it. Like, that's literally what it looked like when <clears throat> I went on Instagram.
1: Yeah. they Apparently, they raised $30,000 for her on GoFundMe. Okay, okay I'll that's good. Hopefully, that'll cover her medical. Because um, them deals.
0: And. Um what was I about to say though, friend? Um Oh yes, okay, so um I'm gonna get some heat for this, but it needs to be said. So the Montgomery Brawl like what was it, like a month ago now. The black community was applauding all the people that came to that white man's rescue, you know. I mean, excuse me, not the white man's rescue, to that black man's rescue when he was being attacked by a group of white men just because the man was trying to do his job and told them to move the boat. They're taking him all the parking spots. Like, you know, you had the kid swim across the river, the guy with the chair, and, and so on. And then I was just saying that, you know, they came to his rescue. And. He, I remember when I was talking about the situation with you, friend, I had brought up the point that, you know, we're making all these funny memes about it. I'll admit, I have a lot of funny memes from the Montgomery brawl, still saved on my Instagram. But, like, all the hee-hee-ha-has aside, I had thought to myself, wow, this is really, this is honestly a beautiful, rare sight that you don't see so often. Like, imagine the difference there would be amongst one another as black people if we had came to each other's backs like that. Like, nine times to eight times out of ten, like, they had came to the rescue of the security guard in the Montgomery Brawl. And I think that's what made me even more frustrated about, um, what's her name again, the Brick Lady? I keep forgetting her name. Ro. Yeah, that's uh-huh. her name, Ro. Because it's like, so I- I'm drawing comparisons between these two situations. The only real difference is just the two attackers, really. And the Montgomery Raw, is a group of white people. We're not hesitating to attack them. But why are we so afraid to take accountability to our own race of people? In this case, specifically, like, you know, black men taking accountability, like, you know, the bad apple black men. It's like... It's like you don't want to do anything, but then at the same time when black women speak about their experiences, then they want to give the rebuttal. It's not all men. But it's like, who said that it was all men? Of course, it's not every last single individual. If you're truly so offended, the truth is, wear it. It's like... Uh, um, Brain fart. Um... There was something else that I was gonna say. What was it? Um,
1: they got her account suspended
0: on Instagram.
1: I don't know what what account it was, but somebody said they got her account suspended.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> um, sorry, friend. I'm just thinking for a second.
1: Also, um, literally, there's nothing to justify her being hit absolutely nothing she could be the worst person in the world
0: literally almost nothing she could have done nothing like she wasn't bothering nobody
1: she didn't hit him she didn't hit him with a brick she -hmm. didn't attack him all she did was talk maybe be a little mean okay being mean does not mean i didn't get hit in the face with a brick there's no justification Mm -hmm. you can come up with every video of her that literally has nothing to do with the situation. Did he know about her videos that night? Obviously not. Did any of the bystanders know about her videos that night? No, she was a stranger. So y'all bringing up these videos for what? Nothing. Mm-hmm. There's no point. Just Oh,
0: control. now I remember what I was... You could continue though, friend. I just remember what I was going to say.
1: People love talking to hear themselves talk. Just like, uh, Just mm-hmm. spouting ignorant rhetoric for no reason. Any man that has the word any, first of all any man on Twitter especially that has the word accountability in your vocabulary I'm not listening to you sorry mm-hmm. I'm not listening to you I can't what accountability like what somebody said "Um, oh you guys been dodging accountability for years but you can't dodge bricks Bruh. what who says that
0: I was a build off of you friend then you have the so-called the, the ones who label themselves as nice guys in the equation it's like i love my black woman this and that it's like you know i'm not like these other n words it, it's and it's like okay good for you i love my black woman too but it's like i'll use myself for example right now i'm speaking up against the white patriarchy that needs to be eliminated in the black community because it's like how do you as a, as a cisgendered straight black man you know the least oppressed in the black community and that's not to take away that you experience racism in the face of white supremacy but we're talking about in the black community it's like how do you expect to be a leader but at the same time you don't want to lead the entire community like you should be using like the advantages that you have in your own community to help those who can't help themselves Mm -hmm. like black women and black LGBT plus people and black disabled people and et cetera. And, um, Oh yeah. As I, yeah, I was also, I was going to say building off of what I said, going back to these so-called labeled nice guys, it's like, I'm not trying to erase, like, no, there's no black woman out there that's trying to erase, like, you know, the black men that are doing the work and taking the accountability to other problematic black men. But that doesn't also mean that, you know, black women automatically owe you something. Like, let's say, like, there's, like, let's say in some hypothetical example, there's a black woman, black girl, like, listening to this podcast. Like, you know, she still doesn't know me personally. Like, I could be saying one thing on this podcast right now, but be doing something completely different, like, outside of this podcast. Like, you kind of know what I'm getting at, friend. It's like, just because that, you know, there are black men that are taking accountability to these kind of problems, that doesn't mean that black women should just automatically trust, like, any, like, black man that considers himself a good black man. Like, that trust should be built upon. You know what I mean? because you know in a woman's perspective she knows that not all men are going to sexually assault her like you know i mean not every man's a rapist but it's like at the same time you never know who is the rapist you know Mm -hmm. it's really just a sense of precaution
1: yeah this situation is just really disappointing um but not surprising it's not surprising. In I
0: just feel like such a, because people keep telling me, are you going to make a TikTok on this? And to be honest, I feel like I'm really letting out a bunch of my thoughts about it right now. To be honest, I don't really know what to say that I'm not saying right now or what to add on that other people are adding on on TikTok. Like every time I scroll through TikTok, I've been seeing people talking about. Row like it's just the same thing over and over again that you know that young black boys need to know how to control their emotions so they don't turn into dudes like this, and then etc.
1: Okay, um, I don't know the uh, this whole situation is ridiculous. I don't understand the mixed reviews. I don't understand why people. Yeah, that's all I really
0: have to say, friend. I feel like if I continue, I'm really just. Rambling nonsense at this point. I'm starting to get a headache.
1: Yeah. We can um we can post a little snippet from here on TikTok. That'd probably be the uh the best thing to do to get our thoughts all on the topic. We need to start posting on TikTok too. We don't we literally don't post on there. We should. <clears throat> that's a good idea yeah. Uh, yeah but i think this episode's done friend well, this is a full-length episode this not even a bonus we made it to an hour so hour and 10 minutes
0: we definitely got a little carried away but yeah. it's definitely a topic that needed to have some light shed on. for
1: sure so right. Anyway.
0: sorry about that y'all we got Cut off by poor internet. I think Zencaster's is trying to silence Black voices once again. <laughs> um, yeah, but the last thing that I have in mind about this topic, because I, I just feel like I'm just kind of rambling nonsense at this point, is you know, to all the Black women listening, I really can't stress enough that to carry some sort of protection, especially you know, going out at night, like, let's say you're alone, you're not with friends, like. When he pulls out a brick, you pull out the clip. You pull out a knife. You pull out a taser. You pull out something better than the brick, you know. And and for and then you know, let's say if he disarms you, there's also a lot of um, what are they called? Those like self defense, like disarming classes or something like that. Just just, it's any one of those are are great, you know. Just just stay safe out there. Yeah, stay safe, y'all.
1: We be pro- be protected all that stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. Um, if anything triggered you, you know we're sorry. Uh, but these stories are important yeah. to talk about and tell and you know stuff like that. It's important. yeah I think
0: this is I think this is definitely the first very serious episode that me and TJ have talked about, you know, like we definitely want to keep a very positive escapeful atmosphere on here. But I think there does also come a time that, you know, when something really big like this happens, that it's necessary, like, for us to just have a discussion about it, take accountability to it, and just you might even educate on it for those who are not aware. Because, you know, like I said, like, what last three years, like, I, I can't even recall how many Black women I've seen that are just brutalized or even killed because they turned down a dude.
1: Yeah. Um. Sadly, y'all, I got a go sour. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we'll be leaving some questions on our Instagram. Um, we'll be also leaving a Q&A in the, um, the description box on Spotify, because that's the setting we have now, which is cool. I don't think I've used it before, but I'm going to try to use it this time. I remember. Um, and yeah. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all of our socials um, to keep up with us. Don't forget to follow um, us on Instagram, especially because I'm going to be leaving my horror movie review soon. It's almost that time. Um, and my reviews are very descriptive and very colorful. I am a harsh reviewer. I'm a harsh critic. If I don't like something, you will know. So uh that being said have a great rest of your day or night or afternoon whenever you listen to this and yeah that's another episode of being effing for real hope you enjoyed